to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brendan D. McCullough, your anime seabound criminal, not to be admired or glorified by anime or Disney. What does the D stand for? It's a reference to One Piece! Oh. I mean, we get like. What? I. The fucking biggest series of all time. I think it actually is the biggest uh, ongoing series. Like, it's. I've never heard of it. Really interesting. Are we sure it's anime? I'm like. 60% 60% sure. Mm. But I don't I won't put all of my money into this investment. Hmm. But I'm like pretty confident it's anime. Pretty sure this one's an anime. Chalk this pretty one up sure. to an anime, boys. It may be mm. a foreign film, like a neo Ooh. How to do classical. it Sundance. Yeah. It it was received a little rough because to watch all of it it would have taken four years. Um, (laughs) Yeah, but don't trust the initial reaction. They're there for that art shit. It's about what real Americans think. This is what Americans want. This is the most American (laughs) show there is. Just like with the Lion King remake. Uh, You gotta wait until the audience reviews come out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. But yeah, Yeah. it's One Piece time. It's the One Piece. It's the anniversary of the manga, so I figured it'd be a special enough episode that we can cover that. It also fell on my page. Happy birthday to you. Copyright, copyright, copyright. No, it's it's not. It's It's public domain now. I'm so used to it being Michael Jackson's dead. What? No. (laughs) He wrote, happy birthday. (laughs) No, no, he owned the rights to it. No, I thought it was two sisters. No, it, it was Michael Jackson. I, I had didn't a friend. Know he owned the right. <laughs> I anyway. had a friend in the uh, Mormon Church who uh, they had a like happy birthday video to the head of the Mormon Church, and they got sued by Michael Jackson. Oh wow! Because they did not own the rights. God, justice. So this intro is all over the place, just like One Piece. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is our special 18-hour episode in honor of One Piece. Strap in. You're going to listen to this every day on the commute to work. So, yeah, what are your experiences with One Piece? Nothing. (laughs) Paul turning it on and me falling asleep. (laughs) Ah, love. Uh, (laughs) I caught it early on in, like, the four kids block of, like, Saturday morning television and that's where we got the fantastic, and I highly recommend it, the Four Kids One Piece Rap, which is just mm. so good. And I required both of these two to watch it before we started this episode. Mm-hmm. Yayo, yayo. <laughs> Chopper's doctor. I'm going to be the Pirate King. I'll be king. I'll be king. And, <laughs> and uh, so I got a hint of it then. I think it went on to Tsunami after that, where I followed it a bit. And then I just, when I found, like, manga online, I just dove into the manga entirely. Because the, I mentioned it before, the manga's, like, all canonical. But then the anime does a lot of filler just to keep it running. So I do not recommend watching all of the manga, cause there's a, or all of the anime. Because there's a lot of bullshit in there. And it's very I recommend that too, but with all anime. Wow, wow. <laughs> so rude. All anime is just filler. <laughs> In a way. 
until we for die. the good stuff. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, One Piece is yeah. a very long-running series, and I'm not the biggest. Like I'm, I'm not a diehard fan of it, but I do. I kept up with it to this point, so I got to find some enjoyment in it somewhere. <laughs> you muscle through it. <laughs> I did that with Bleach. I gripped my teeth and just bored through it, and I swear to God, I'll never do that again. <laughs> mm, we'll see about that. that nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, this is something I have seen a little bit of, uh, and in One Piece terms, I've probably seen like half a percent of this show. <laughs> probably uh, even less. It might be less than that. I think it's up to like 930-some like, episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was living in Boston, and I, I was curious about this whole anime thing. Uh, <laughs> so I... I heard One Piece was a big, fun, popular show, so I I watched the first few episodes, uh, and I really, really liked it. Oh! Uh, but the only issue was Hulu at the time only had certain episodes dubbed, and mm. since I wasn't fully invested yet, I was like, let me just throw this on while I do other stuff. I can do homework. I was in college, mm-hmm. so I was doing things, uh, and it stopped very early on. Uh, I only saw through, like, Usopp joining the crew. Uh, Like, that's where the dubs on Hulu stopped, Uh, and that's where I stopped. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty early on. Yeah, Um, I think that was, like, episode, like, 15 or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, with the uh, original sub, there's, like, 900-some and then the dub is pretty far back into, like, the 500s right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's definitely a lot to catch up on. And I think Hulu may just have the subs now. So, yeah, the dub and sub are... There's a, quite a bit of discrepancy between, you know, the dub takes longer. And I think there's, like, a 4Kids dub, and then there's, like, a Funimation dub, and then there's, like, another so dub. So like, there's a bunch of different... It's like with Sailor Moon. Yeah, exactly. Because it was definitely one of, like, the earlier animes brought over in like the 90s or so um in that wave and yeah there's a lot going on so if you were interested there's a plenty to catch up on mm. but mm, that seems like an understatement <laughs> yeah instead of going through all of that i just picked out some of the best episodes like that all the fans would consider like you know some of the peak episodes that really hit the strongest notes of one piece and what makes one piece good so we're watching episodes 236, 278, and 405. Mm. <laughs> mm. Cool! You know, hearing those numbers out loud, it's... <laughs> oh, boy. When the story really picks up, really starts getting momentum at episode 400. Oh, no. <laughs> That's Ooh. halfway through, Brendan. Are you sure it's starting oh, to pick up halfway boy. through? Yo, my, is this a good show if it doesn't get good until 40% through? Yo, my man, that's not even halfway. It's 900 now. It's, it's less than halfway. Uh, no, it definitely picks up. Before, like, I mean, like you said, you were interested in the first 15 or so episodes. Um, but we just see how much that world expands beyond just these characters. It's definitely a big world-building series. So, Which I am always all in for yeah get ready for those info dumps mm. <laughs> oh and we, should we discuss 
my rule so it's not just a My Hero Academia episode again of me rambling for 40 minutes at a time. <laughs> so yeah, uh, what we're gonna do, because Brendan likes to give backstory, yeah. which is fine when it's uh, filling in maybe one or two episodes we missed, <laughs> but we aren't gonna sit here for a half hour while Brendan rambles about uh, episodes 152 through 368. <laughs> I, li- I like that you think I could censor myself to half an hour. That's it's very admirable. Fair. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, we are going to, whenever we're confused, we are going to lightning round <laughs> info dump for Brendan, <laughs> where we will give him ten seconds to give us backstory, and Dana will be keeping time. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> uh, you get no leniency. <laughs> Yes. No mercy. This is a genocide run. (laughs) It's for the best. It's for everyone's best interest that you stop me from talking. So finally, I can say with full impunity, shut the fuck up, (laughs) Brent. I've been waiting to say this for 50 episodes. You know, I was worried about this episode, but I actually think it might be good. (laughs) Already. We have so many positives. Brandon has to stop talking at some point, and that's it. (laughs) All right. Let's get into this. Let's get over with this. Shall we raise up the sails? Shall we hit the high seas? Let's find one piece. Brendan, I told you I left off with you, Sabin. This is how you start. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, remember that character you know? He's gone. We're done. He's over. He's canceled. Oh, Oh, boy. Big emotional peaks and bounds and valleys. I'm sure they were. (laughs) For some people who were invested in these characters. For us who were just jumping in. (laughs) Yeah, at the top, I'll say... uh, Picking these episodes for newcomers was bad. (laughs) Would you have rather all the filler episodes where it's just one-off characters doing dumb puns with their names for 30 minutes? Is that the only... Are because those the two extremes? Like, <laughs> kind of, yeah. I would prefer that because it's not relying on the emotional attachment you have to these characters we are now just being introduced to. <laughs> if I'm being honest, it takes probably about 7 to 15 episodes to fully introduce a character when they're introduced. So even if I picked all three episodes for one character, we still wouldn't have gotten a full introduction to them. <laughs> so okay. that's just not happening. Like, that's just not wow. possible. Yeah, yeah, like the Usopp introduction is its own arc, so yeah. I, I fully get that. Every it character was like gets five an arc. episodes. Yeah, and then uh, more characters join the crew much later in the series. Like the first two episodes we watch, there's like, I think the, like the eighth or ninth party uh, crewmate isn't even in it yet. Like he's not even been introduced yet, but he'll join the by the third episode. So it's a long yeah. series. Yeah, Oof. I. I can see why these are popular with fans, but for non-fans, <laughs> they don't do much. <laughs> you can see why it appeals to a bunch of action-hungry 14-year-olds with a lot of free time. And that's the main demographic. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's hop right into episode 236. I <laughs> <laughs> gotta say it like that. <laughs> so I watched it subbed, because that's what Hulu had available. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was a fan of this opening. <laughs> like the pirate I, rap. I got... The cool part about this is because... Because you gave us three episodes that take place in three different seasons, mm-hmm. I got to see three different openings and endings. Yeah. <laughs> which, they were all pretty hype. Like, I was into them. Yeah, yeah, they're all fun. Yeah. But so, um, in this episode, we got ASAP Rocky, um, and he's about to fight Gumby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Brendan? <laughs> this is you. This is what you sound like. That's why I'm not disputing it. I can't argue. <laughs> mm-hmm. I won't keep doing that. I just wanted to do it for the last. The other name I thought of was for Zoro was to call him Puss in Boots. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, that was about all I thought of. Our boy Antonio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, in this episode, pretty much all that happens is that uh, Usopp is mad because Luffy wants to give up the Mary, which is their ship. Why they want to give it up, I don't know. So that can, this is where yeah. can you're going to explain this Brendan? to us. I'm going to set the timer. Okay. Ready? Go. Mary is the ship they got when Usopp joined the crew. Usopp had like a on and on on again off again rich girlfriend who gave them the ship as a ship so they can sail the seas with. So he's attached to it emotionally because he reminds of his first girlfriend. Stop. You know what? That was pretty good. Hell yeah. I, I mean. My question was, why are they getting rid of it? But uh, it didn't answer. I'm not allowed to speak oh, yeah. anymore. That's yeah, true. We, I guess it'll be a mystery. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. So uh, my assumption is that something happened to it. Now they want to get rid of it. Um, it's just beaten up and broken. Okay. Hey. <laughs> you see it in the episode. It's, it's not backstory. It's part of the episode. I see it's landlocked, but then it gets knocked out to sea and it's fine. Anyway, continue. <laughs> So, um, to uh, stop this fight, they decide to have a duel, and Usopp will come back to fight Luffy at 10 p.m., and if Usopp wins, he gets to do whatever he wants with the Mary, um, pretty much. And then we get the first of this flashback. This flashback happens about, uh, four times? (laughs) Yeah. Which was... Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you really gotta remember episode 15 when they first met. Do you met. remember when Luffy said that Usopp was his friend? No? Well, here it is four times. Do you have yeah, early like, onset dementia? Don't worry, we got you, fam. Like, they don't do, like, chunks of those scenes. Like, literally frame for frame the same flashbacks at four different points. Yeah, and I feel you know what's weird is I feel like they've almost done this for someone who is just watching episode two hundred and thirty six. <laughs> yeah, say someone who uh, last saw the episode uh, in this flashback, Brendan. It's the reason I picked it. There's a reason I picked this episode. I trusted uh. you. <laughs> that was your first. You mistake. do me like this. But so uh, Usopp was a uh, some kind of captain at his old village and uh 
It's okay. Uh, allow me. I don't have a time restraint. Ha-ha. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Suck it, Brendan. Fucking uh, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, basically, he was just this doofy kid on the island that called himself the Protector. His dad was, like, a captain and wanted to be a brave warrior like him. Mm. But he was a doofy kid. He pretended to have, like, hidden warriors throughout the island, but he was the town outcast. Gotcha. Well, uh, he joins the crew. Yay. Yay. And then it's fight time. And Chopper... Who I know about. Mm-hmm. He's a good little the boy. Dear boy. He's doctoring. He's doctoring. He, he's a dear, dear he, boy. Uh, he's very worried. <laughs> he's not excited about this fight. Because, uh, essentially, like, Usopp is ready. Usopp is like, I'm not worried about fighting you, Luffy, because I know all of your weaknesses and I know all of your abilities, so this is going to be an easy fight. But they all know that there's no way that Usopp is going to win because Luffy is just OP. <laughs> He's the main character. He's got that plot armor. Exactly. Also, that devil fruit that makes them all stretchy. That gum 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 fruit. Gum gum. I know some things. Um, Do we need a gum gum? So to start the fight. uh, Oh, you want? I mean, I'll take it. But I think I I mean, you eat it and you get gumby. Yeah, uh, different fruits have like different abilities. But uh, his is stretchy. But the downside is he can't swim. Oh. That's the drawback to all devil fruit. Every devil fruit user can't swim. <laughs> but he wants to be a pirate. The, like, 80% of the world is ocean, so it's a real big drawback. Start that timer. <laughs> ah, shit! That is... Oh, God. No, I'm out. No, I'm, done. Okay. I'm done. I'm done. It's fine. Okay, I'll give you 10 seconds. Give us uh, 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 the gum gum fruits. Okay, ready? Go. Uh, we kind of already discussed it. He gets stretchy powers, but he, now he can't swim. That's kind of... I mean... Okay, I I was gonna have you set up like the whole concept of like all the multiple things and but all right, cool. It's it's not worth to get really into the devil fruit right now. <laughs> it's not worth it for anybody. Great. Oh yeah, ten seconds. That would have just ruined it. That would have been your longest rant ever. You huh? want to go into it, Dugan? You want me to go into <laughs> it? <laughs> I wanted to get into it for ten seconds. Anyway, Dana, sorry. Moving on. Okay, so to uh, distract slash. Uh, make Luffy soft. Uh, Usopp throws up blood. Ugh. <laughs> Usopp throws up blood, but it's not blood, it's ketchup. And he was like, haha, you sympathized with me, you dumb bitch. You rude. And then he starts hurling rotten eggs at Luffy. Um, and he's like, oh, they smell. Oh, gross. It was stinky. Stinky. And then while that's happening, Usopp throws a hot pepper in his mouth, and he's like, Tabasco attack. And then... Luffy falls on some spice. And <laughs> You're really selling yeah, he's this. just clowning around with them right now. You're really uh, selling this big epic battle between crewmates against yeah. Nikama. <laughs> well, because I was just realizing that all I'm going to have to do if I continue is just describe this fight. It's the whole episode. But this, listen, so this goes on for a while. <laughs> what really got me is when they showed Nami's full body for the first time. <laughs> Yeah. Why does she look like that? (sighs) Am I going to have to explain this artist's terrible drawing of women in 10 seconds? Is that going to be Sure. Okay. We'll we'll give you some more time, because this is important, because it's bad. Okay. All right, so more than 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Uh, So the author, Oda, is... uh, He knows his demographic is young teenage boys. So he's like, I'm I'm catering to them, and I'm going to draw sexy women. And he figured out a formula of how to draw them quickly. 
and it is by far one of, if not the most, the, the biggest complaint among like fans and non-fans alike, and the whole series is just how he draws women because it's it's the same for any attract you know quote, traditionally attractive woman is the I- same identical body, and it's just insanely proportioned, and it gets only worse throughout the series. So, it is vile. As yeah, absurd- you know how. How all attractive women, their uh, waists are about as thick as their arm. Negative waist. Even for an hourglass, they would say, this is a bit much. Like, an hourglass would be like, whoa, dude. Sand could not squeeze through that hourglass, my dude. That is Uh -uh. too small. It's very, very obvious when you see just pictures of Nami throughout the series of, like, when she's first introduced to roughly about this part of the series to there's a time skip much later in the series to, like, when you see that. And it's just almost comical like if it was a parody it'd be an insane parody but it's legitimate so it's even worse so mm-hmm. it's definitely the biggest flaw with the series and it's it's borderline distracting because nami and uh, a bunch of other characters later on a bunch of other women they are great characters and they have great personalities and like stories and stuff and it's really distracting how badly he just proportions them out mm-hmm. so i can't no one can defend that nasty yeah looks awful <laughs> yeah the fight rages on um there's some smoke effects but the smoke is actually gas and then uh usopp makes the beach explode and then the mary gets pushed out to sea uh and the rest of the crew is like oh god i can't see anything but the gas uh, was covered up by the smell of the rotten eggs he shot earlier so it was all part of his plan it's all part of the plan uh, Luffy looks pretty pissed that he's like losing, but I also think he knows that he's not losing because there's no way he can lose. Yeah, yeah it's um, weird how intense this at this point a prank war is going. <laughs> <laughs> Just punch him and it'll be over. But that shows you how intense um, the battles get. It's all about emotion. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and then they show the same flashbacks as before when they were buds and when they became buds. Um... And then they like, they like zoom in on the Mary's like face thingy, and it's like crying in the rain. Yeah, because it's like it's a sheep a nice head. Touch. The masthead is like a sheep or a ram with horns, and it's crying. Mm-hmm. It uh, just wants everyone to be friends, and I just so want do I. To get along and be happy. Um. And then Luffy comes at Usopp with, like, flying fists everywhere, and then Usopp just throws a cactus at him, and it's like, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> you got uh, it. You won the battle. And then there's more explosives and more fighting, and then the same fucking flashback, <laughs> and then uh, there's, like, a flashback of them, like, setting up the ship, which is, like, refreshing, because it's different. <laughs> it's um, literally anything different. I have another note here that just says Nami's body is disgusting. <laughs> uh, Not wrong. And then after all that, Luffy goes up to Usopp, just punches him. I might have been Punch. writing something down when this happened. Because I don't remember this, but I was like, well, Luffy won. <laughs> Luffy's standing, Usopp's on the ground. I guess he won. Uh, and Luffy just walks away. Uh and then even though uh, Usopp loses, Luffy still offers the Mary to him because, I mean, he didn't want it anyway. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the whole thing. Uh, and then they show, like, more buddy flashbacks as Luffy walks away just to really 
get you to try and make you be like, oh, they were friends and now they're not. Uh, hmm. uh, um, I feel like how much you're underselling this scene is a personal attack on me and my beliefs. Let me tell you. <laughs> my dude, we have no emotional attachment I, I know, to know, those episodes you just introduced us to. I can, like, this, like, the end of this episode, I was like, okay, I get it. Like, I see. See what you're, how, they're trying to sell. Yeah, I yeah. see how this could make people emotional, and I'm like, I guess feeling something, but I don't care that much. <laughs> um, this will work up. first on someone who has the emotional t- attachment that I do not have. <laughs> you got more than Dana uh, does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but even I was like, okay, cool. I, I saw when they became friends. <laughs> I didn't see their actual friendship. You didn't see the 200 episodes of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, the bonding that makes friendship. Yeah. Not saying, hey, we're hanging out now. <laughs> we're going to be friends. Um, so Chopper wants to go off the boat and help Usopp because he's a doctor and he wants to make him feel better. And then uh, Sanji, I think. Yep. Yeah. He's like, Chopper, don't do it. The worst thing about losing a fight is being pitied. And I'm like, bruh, he out there dying. <laughs> He's bleeding out of every orifice of his body. <laughs> let let Chopper help him. So Chopper does so. He hops off the boat and he just leaves some, like, medical supplies for Usopp. Yeah. Um, they made it a strong point of, like, he's not in the crew anymore, so don't treat him as a crewmate anymore. Yeah. Um, and then I forget luffy they show luffy like crying a lot like he's real upset about this and then i forget what zoro says leading up to this but i wrote this down because i thought this was pretty raw he said that's the life of a captain if you waver who can we trust and i was like "Ooh, that's something (laughs) (laughs) yeah zoro's the uh, vice captain or second in mm. command or whatever first mate Uh, that's it I'm There's not a good pilot. Vice captain. Vice captain. Well, well, we get vice admirals later. I'll give you that. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but so I mean, that's the gist. Mm-hmm. It was it was a fight and some some flashbacks and um, uh huh. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, all show a uh, show all about bonding with your teammates and your crew and your nakama, and then we get a big fight between them, and one of them has to leave. Yep. <sighs> <laughs> a show all about friendship. Let's summarize it with three episodes of n- uh, destroying friendships. <laughs> it's the build-up. I'm showing you the ebb and flow of the story. <laughs> I don't know. All three of these episodes were pretty uh, high up on that roller coaster. I feel like I feel like we went up a lift hill and then we just plateaued. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's See, the th- for me, it feels like we started at the top and then just immediately dropped, being like, what, 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 why, where did this come from? <laughs> this okay, isn't a roller sure. coaster, this is a drop tower. <laughs> it is Tower of Terror. But they drop you into a dark pit where you can't see what's going on. Uh-huh. That's one piece. I'm still in that pit. <laughs> I ain't getting out of there anytime soon. All right. So, uh, jumping forward... Not too, too far. Just about uh, 50 40 episodes. episodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we are at episode 278. Uh, so this is backstory on a character we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, so. she's part of the crew in that last episode, but she was taken away. Yeah. I'll admit, of the three episodes, this is the best one that works as an introduction, because 
we are introduced to a character with information we had not received before. Yeah, it the whole episode doesn't take place in one scene, like one location. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It takes place in two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is uh the introduction of the crew member Robin or uh so I will give you 10 seconds. Uh, what? Uh, it looks like they are going to rescue her. What is the Straw Hats crew uh, affiliation with Robin? Ready, go. Robin was a villain they fought in an earlier arc, and she later joined the crew. She's an archaeologist, and this is the backstory it's given of why she's being hunted down and why she was arrested by the Marines and the world government. Wow. Oh. <laughs> nice. I know my shit. <laughs> okay. Cool. So, uh, we are immediately dropped into a battle, and my first thought was, what is going on? And Me too. And the first line so so perfectly answered it for me. I'm giving you the direct quote. Uh, um, the first line, it's Vice Admiral Sol. He ran away with Nico Omoya and is now attacking us. He's lost his mind. Cool. So yeah, there's just this big giant guy attacking the Marines, which are sort of like the world government. Mm -hmm. Um, So they are burning down this island. Uh, It is, uh, this is where Robin lived, and uh, it's all scholars. Uh, The Marines say that they have like a plot to uh, end the world. Uh, and they're trying to destroy all their information. They have, like, a grand library with, like, thousands of years of information and knowledge there uh, that they're trying to protect, that the world government wants to destroy. Uh, Brendan, does that sound about right? Yep. Do you want more information? But that's that's a good amount of it. Uh, uh, Dana, would you mind setting a timer for oh, a yeah, little bit more sure. backstory? Ready? Yep. Go! The O'Hara archaeologists and society that Robin and her mom is a part of are some of the only people on the planet that understand the poneglyphs, which are said to be an ancient description of how to obtain a giant powerful weapon. Oh no, stop! (laughs) Okay, cool. Uh, They know stuff about uh, some writing on rocks. Cool. Uh, Great. uh, So they're trying to burn down this island and kill all these people. Uh, and uh, Vice Admiral Sol is protecting uh, Robin and trying to fight off the marine attack. He's also a uh, literal giant. Yeah. He's a big man. He's a very big man. Yeah. Uh, another thing I love about this show is just the vast, like, aesthetic differences between people. Like, there are literal, like, 15-foot-tall people that are just humans that hang out with uh, like two foot tall people. You say people, it's men. <laughs> that that uh, that's Fair. what I was gonna say. The vast array of different like aesthetics and styles of the bodies. Like there's a group of people called like the Long Lake Tribe, and they're proportionally n- normal and fine, except their feet, their legs are like ten feet tall. Um, but yeah, <laughs> all it does, all it does is further reinforce how bad they are at drawing women, or specifically Oda, the creator. Like, it just further reinforces, like, look at this dynamic group of characters and, like, strange people. And every, quote, like, attractive woman is almost identical. And it's just like, oh, come on. It's like Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> Minus Zarya. It, I, I will also say it's jarring because there are giants in this world, like Saul, 
and then there are some people who are just quote human but are 15 feet tall <laughs> like height does not make sense in this world at all uh, but yeah, uh, so he's fighting off the Marines, tr- telling Robin to run and evacuate. Uh, the uh, scholars in the library are trying to throw their books into the lake so they'll get wet, but at least they won't be burned and the knowledge will still be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, uh, Robin gets to one of the evacuation boats and everyone on board is like, oh, it's that monster girl. Uh, we can't let her on board. She's a criminal. She's a scholar. The government wants to kill her, so let's not save her. So they leave her for dead. And But I have a question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who are then those people on the boat? Not everyone on the island was a scholar. This is just where uh, the organization was based on, or based in. So okay. they don't like the scholars at all? They do until the Marines told them that they're a terrorist organization oh. plotting to take over the world with this ancient weapon. Like the real government. Mm. Okay. Mm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Saul seeing that the uh, evac ship uh, left Robin behind is like, hey, fuck all y'all, and destroys the boat. Uh, <laughs> and She's my friend! <laughs> uh, and uh, we see... We see an Iceman, uh, Kuzad. Appear. Real quick, though. Uh, the evacuation ship was destroyed by the Marines, not by Saul. Oh. Oh, sorry, yeah, that's further in my notes. Uh, he goes to attack the ship and is intercepted by Kuzad. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. The uh, Marines destroyed the ship. I will give you two extra seconds on your next explama- explanation <laughs> for that. Thank you. The Marines destroyed <laughs> the evacuation ship. <laughs> they destroyed the ship because they couldn't take any chances that an archaeologist was, or a scholar was actually hidden on the ship, so they blew up everyone on it anyway. Yeah. They killed their own people. Oh, you monsters! <gasps> uh, so... <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, this ice-powered dude appears with sunglasses, a real cool guy. Ha <laughs> Cool. Because of ice. And <laughs> Saul is pleading for the island uh, to back off the attack and not kill everyone. And Kuzad says that he must punish the scholars and the attack will uh, continue. Uh, so now the evac ship is destroyed by uh, Vice Admiral... Uh, Sakuzi, uh, who, yeah, Jacuzzi. says can't take the chance of any scholar surviving. Uh, so Saul picks up Robin and tries to run because he has a rowboat or raft on the other side of the island and wants to at least get Robin away. Uh, but he's trapped by ice and uh, Kuzad, like, freezes his leg, so... He got uh, cold feet. Huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? I'm taking those two seconds away. Gina, I'm taking them off. Subtract <laughs> them from the clock. Okay. So, uh, so uh, in typical anime fashion, even though he's trapped by ice and Kuzad is right behind him, they have about uh, 45 minutes to talk before uh, <laughs> uh, interception happens. So Saul says, hey, go take my raft. I need you to uh, go out into the water and restart your life. Don't worry, uh, you may be lonely at first, but you'll soon find the friends of a lifetime. Uh, Really reinforcing that even though your whole family and everyone you love is about to die, uh, you will find uh, true friendship out on the seas. Yeah. There's always hope. 
And keep laughing. So yeah, it uh uh Kuzad fully freezes him as he's weirdly uh laughing. And <laughs> and uh the uh tree of knowledge that had the library falls over all all of them all them folks are dead including <laughs> robin's mom all those nerds. Like, oh i couldn't impart any wisdom on you as a scholar or your mother ah. uh so uh robin runs kuzad catches up but is like hey uh i'm going to i'm going to let you live i'm going to i'm going to let you run uh just i made an ice path just follow it You'll live. I I can't kill you, uh, for whatever plot reasons. Uh, <laughs> that sweet sweet plot armor. Uh, but I swear to God, I will hunt you down. I will find you if you do anything else illegal. I will. I'll be the first one to kill you. So I'll uh, never cross my path. Just go run and live. Uh, yep. So yeah, uh, she starts. Uh, uh, forcibly laughing because Saul said, "Laugh when you're sad." Uh, so she's laughing, rowing this boat. It's it was a little bit comedic because they had like the ghost of Saul like, <laughs> laughing, laughing over too. her shoulder too. And it, it's just so goofy. The art style. That's what I honestly like about this show. No matter how tense it got, everything looks so ridiculous. It's hard mm-hmm. to. Uh, just treat it like a straight up drama. While while the Iceman is explaining to Robin why he's going to let her live, her she's just standing there, mouth open like they didn't animate her. She's just standing there with her mouth wide open. Yeah, just like eh. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. As this very dramatic, I will hunt you down and I will <laughs> kill you if you cross my path. And she's like, what? <laughs> it's one of the appeals, at least for me. One of the appeals of One Piece is. The show can never, like, quote, jump the shark because it's always so ridiculous, like, <laughs> 70% of the time. And just, even if it's a very serious, dramatic moment like this, just the animation alone, like you were saying, is, like, it's kind of a, it's always kind of a silly show. But yeah, The show is the dangling f- in a straight jacket above a shark. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it never left the shark. It made sweet love and now has a family with the shark. <laughs> oh, no. Which there are mer people. Like there's a whole village of mer people. So oh god, that happens. we'll get there. That's a different episode. <laughs> but yeah, like the first crew member introduced is he has three swords, one of which he holds in his mouth. Yeah, because whatever. That is ridiculous. You can't be that badass while holding a sword in your mouth. It's basically like a D and D campaign. It's like what's your character? It's like Bongo Stray Fart Knocker. And it's like, that's an absurd name. What are you even talking about? But then, like, 200 sessions in, you would die for that character. Like, so it's just... There's so much depth. Like Oscar, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, Oscar Cloud Boy. It's less of depth and more of Stockholm Syndrome after 900 chapters. So, like, you'll love them if you're just around forever. Uh, but, yeah, so Robin escapes. Uh, they're... Um, Marines are checking for survivors, and they find all the books in the lake, uh, and we uh, basically see a montage of Robin's life out on the road. Uh, She has a gigantic bounty on her head because she's this uh, demonic only survival of this, like, death cult. Uh, 
uh, and that wants to destroy the world. She's finding these phonoglyphs uh, and being, I guess, other plot stuff we don't see. Yeah. From other episodes or just more backstory, we can't really tell. Uh, until we get back to the present day when mm-hmm. she's giving all this backstory, uh, she has been captured by the world government. And the Straw Hat pri- uh, Pirates are there to free her. Uh, and she's like, you stupid idiots, I told you not to get me. No matter what, I'm going to be followed by the government and they're going to try to kill me and kill you. I can't actually have friendships or a life. I'm doomed to be cursed with uh, this bounty on my head. Uh, so in, in order to get Robin back, uh, they... Uh, declare war on the world government. <gasps> Nani? Excellent. Uh, so, uh, the, uh, long, uh, remember last episode when Usopp <laughs> was banished from the crew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not in the crew yeah. anymore. He's completely gone forever. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Except, uh, he's here and he, uh, uses his slingshot <laughs> to set the world government flag on fire, declaring war. Uh, cause, yeah. Uh, my dude, you you gave us this big emotional thing where you take a character away and put him back the next episode. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is Sogi King. He's different. He's a different yeah. character. He evolved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. He went from Usopp Mon to whatever this thing is. <laughs> evolved. I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, and uh, Luffy says that. Uh, before we take you back, you just have to tell me you want to live. Uh, because previously she was like, I just want to die. This is all ridiculous. It'd, it'd be better off if I'm dead. So, so moved by finding the actual friends that uh, that Saul promised so long ago. Her Nakama. She, she cries and yells, I want to live. And they save her, I guess. <laughs> Presumably. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, and that's episode... 278. <laughs> Great. Which one are we watching next? Like 293? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe uh, like 301. Yeah. Yeah, just jump over 405. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> hey, I volunteer for this one. You don't have to worry. I assumed you guys just stopped watching after your episodes. <laughs> I mean, I had as much info not watching 405 <laughs> as I did watching it. <laughs> it won't matter. There's so much shit going on in this one. Uh, yeah, this once is... you get through this uh, plot, I'm gonna... I need an explanation. <laughs> All right, do Here's we... the thing. You get ten seconds to explain this whole episode. Uh, uh, establish the kidding. rules, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> change it further. Um, okay. Episode 405. And uh, this opening is a bit longer than usual episodes because it's such a big episode. It's a big episode, and it's kind of like this is the season finale, I believe, that would then go on to like a hiatus, <sighs> or at least it's a big arc. So they made like the entire credit sequence that would be normally at the end of the episode. They put it in the opening um, to get mm. it all out front, and we start off with Usab about to be blown away by PX One. Who's a giant, like, this is one of those things where it's like, it's a giant, but he's not a giant species. He's just a really tall human. So, but he's like 12, 13 feet tall. So it's just really towering over Usab. And it's this big robot 
named Kuma, or the robot's name is PX1. And uh, he's charging he's up this... a robot? I mean, do, we, do you want to give me a timer? <laughs> yes, please. Sure. Ready? Go. Bartholomew Kuma is a warlord who works with the Marine, uh, Marines, but he's still technically a pirate, and part of the Marines built a secret lab that made a bunch of robot clones of him to use against, uh, use against pirates because he's so powerful. Stop. So this right, is one of those robots. And hey. he's about to charge a beam like out of his mouth and about to shoot Usab. And everyone else is seeing everyone else sees the real Kuma appear. And it's kinda like, ah shit. Like we thought those were the real ones, but you know, then there's multiple of them, so it's like, oh, that's the real one. And you can tell he's real because he's holding a Bible. He loves Jesus. I'm a god warrior. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we see all the straw hats, like, really beaten up. Like, this is after a big fight, so they're already struggling and exhausted and stuff. And they're not prepared to do another fight, let alone against robot Akumas and real Kumas. So, Usab tries to tell Zoro, like, hey, yo, we gotta get the fuck out of here, man. Like, we can't handle this. And as he's, like, reaching out for Zoro to, like, try and grab him and pull him away, Kuma just, like, teleports in front of Zoro and just... Bitch slaps him out of existence. Quite literally. <laughs> Kuma hits Zoro with the palm of his hand, and Zoro's just gone. Like, he just isn't there anymore. There's no trace of him. And everyone is horrified and confused, trying to figure out what the hell just happens. So, uh, then we get the title card, and we come back to the reaction shot of Usab for, like, a few seconds, just being, like, truly horrified. Like, his friend that he's been with on this journey for so long, he's just should have gone and might be dead he doesn't know and uh, he starts yelling at kuma so usab's like trying to crawl away but at the same time it's still like aiming his uh giant slingshot at kuma trying to be like yelling at him being like what did you do with zoro where is he what's happening and um at this time luffy is like kind of far off into the distance a bit and finally sees that zoro's missing and it just starts freaking out yelling like that his you know uh, first mate is just gone now and hit the first person he had joined his crew so he's freaking out and um, as he's freaking out we see just this giant monster behind him like take a swing at him and robin pulls luffy out of the way and we find out that giant monster is actually chopper who's freaking out trying to he uh, okay uh give me a timer yeah I, okay i would like to know what's up with him because sometimes he's small and cute and sometimes he's a buff deer <laughs> it's a buff boy <laughs> all right ready go uh chopper made this medicine called a rumble ball which is, allows him to change his forms that's why he's like a human he's a regular deer he's a small child deer and uh at this fight he has his like secret weapon where it allows him to be Stop. a monster <laughs> so that's why chopper's freaking out and losing control because he can't control this monster form yet and he's attacking everyone now and robin's able to barely save luffy uh when those like big paw comes down so Everyone's, like, more worried about Chopper because he's clearly the biggest target right now. So that's why most of the Marines are fighting him. And uh, at this time, we see uh, Admiral Kizaru, which is another admiral like the Ice Guy. But this guy's power is just light. He Like, he's able to just generate light. So he's much stronger than a lot of people. He just owns a lot of lamps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one cool fact is all the admirals are based off of, like very famous like old british act or british uh japanese actors so that's why a lot of them have a lot more detail in the face because they're based off real people that's fun yeah so the admiral is surprised to see that the real kuma is there because he's a warlord and 
works with the Marines, but no one called him in. So it's like, why are you here? Like, you shouldn't be here. Uh, but at that time, the Admiral's also fighting Raleigh, who is part of... Uh, all right, backstory. Give me a timer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Ready, yeah. go! Raleigh's part of uh, Goldie Rogers' uh, old pirate crew. Goldie Rogers, the one that created One Piece and started the pirate uh, new pirate era that launched the whole series. Okay, stop. So that's Pretty good. That's why he's able to take on the Admiral and fight him, and he's kind of stalling him to keep the Admiral out of the fight. And around this time, Nami tells Frankie that she saw Kuma make a girl disappear before back in a previous arc. And when he did that to the girl, she just was never seen again. So Nami's... Uh, We should mention, uh, we have some new crew members now. Because it's 130 episodes. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, Frankie has these like metal arms and a metal nose. And he's this buff, cool dude. He's a cyborg. And then the love of my life. <laughs> the absolute most perfect character I've ever seen in any media. Everyone's favorite character of all time. Brooke. Yeah, Brooke the Skeleton Man. Yeah, skeleton Man, big curly haired, plays piano apparently we see in a flashback. He's a great and musician. Violin. Everyone in the crew plays a role like Chopper's the doctor, Sanji's the chef, Nami's the navigator. Brooke's straight up just the musician. All he does and is play it's music. It's what he deserves. It's so good. He's easily one of my favorite characters of all time. He like in any I love him. It's so good. So yeah, this is a good episode to introduce him and then, huh? If he's such a great character, <laughs> Yeah, get real attached he with this character. For mm, four minutes? Nothing bad happens. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and so yeah, Nami's telling Frankie, like, that girl disappeared and we don't know what happened to her. And he just did the same thing to Zoro. So like, shit's going down. And, like, really, like, explaining the stakes of what's happening. And uh, around this time, Luffy starts yelling at one of the Marine uh, captains, asking him, like, what the hell just happened? Like, you know who Kuma is. You know what he does. What the fuck is this? And the Marine captain's kind of this big sumo guy with this big axe called uh, Sentomaru. Uh, And he has this dumb character trait where he's like, I'll never tell you. I'm the most guarded man. I don't spill my secrets ever. And then spills his secrets. So then he says that and then explains exactly what Kuma just did. And he says the rumor is that Kuma, when he hits people, can send them flying for three days and three nights. And that, as far as he knows, Zoro could be on the other side of the world right now. He could be anywhere on the planet, but he's certainly not here anymore. Wow. Yeah. Devil Fruit, it's fucking wacky. (laughs) And the Straw Huts start realizing how completely outmatched they are and that they are already beaten down from previous fights and they are not ready to take on these enemies, even if they're at their full power. So, uh, and Kuma starts slowly approaching Usopp and, like, walking towards him. And as as Usopp starts aiming at him, like, saying, like, back up, don't, you know, stop coming towards me, we see the robot Kuma behind him charging up another blast to try and uh, shoot Usopp from behind. And right as he's about to ta- attack, we see the real Kuma, like, almost teleport in front of the robot one, and he says, don't interfere, and makes that robot Kuma disappear. And everyone's kind of like, what the f-? Like, he just attacked an ally. What the fuck's happening? He killed his own son. <laughs> Dad, no. Dad. Dad. Could you kill a robot version of yourself? I could. And must. I could. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> kill us both. Bible. <laughs> kill us both. It's fine. It's a win-win. Either one is good. <laughs> And this is the first time that, as far as I can tell, and I think it in the entire series, 
that Luffy says, like, no, we can't win this battle, and tells everyone to run. It's, like, the first time he's ever said, like, retreat, we're not winning this. Get the fuck out. 405 episodes in? He's a shonen protagonist. He's strong-headed and can beat anybody with the sheer power of will and friendship. As long as you believe and have your friends by your side. Maybe if we all clap, we can beat this scary man. (laughs) This isn't Godzilla. Everyone start a slow clap. He'll have to join and then he'll stop punching us. And then he'll hit his own hand and send himself flying. <laughs> the ultimate Both sides of his body get sent into opposite directions. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> get split in half. Oh, be brutal as shit. I'd love to see it, though. So, Kuma starts walking towards, the like, after he sends the robot one flying, he starts walking towards everyone slowly and, like, very intimidatingly because he knows he can't be stopped. And... Uh, that's when Usopp's trying to, like, drag Sanji away because Sanji's more injured than him. And he's like, come on, I can help you out. Like, let's get the hell out of here. And Brooke slides in. He's like, "Like, don't worry, guys. I'll hold him off. I'll let you escape. I'll do it even if I have to risk my life. Wait, even though I'm dead. And then he gets disappeared. So Brooke also has a long-running joke of, like, you know, I see things with my own eyes. Wait a minute. I don't have eyes. Like, making jokes that he's a skeleton. And it's just so fucking endearing. And he's just such <laughs> the goodest character I wish and we could have seen some of that. <laughs> I have so many clips I can show you that are so heart-wrenching and emotional. If nothing else, I recommend watching uh, Brooke's arc, like when he joins the crew. It's so good. So when Brooke disappears, Sanji's now pissed off, and he's you know all hot-headed, and he's like, fuck this, I'm, ho- I'm fighting him. I'm, I'm laying into Kuma. And as he goes to kick Kuma, because he's all about legs, he's, Sanji's a very kicky guy. Uh, Kuma just holds up his hand, and we see just like a big puffy paw, like a like a bear cat paw, on his hand. And when Sanji goes to kick it, Sanji just gets deflected and shot off into a building nearby. And we see smoke coming out of Kuma's hand, but otherwise he's unscathed entirely. So Sanji just bounces right off, and that's when Kuma starts walking towards Usab, and Usab starts firing his slingshot, and nothing seems to be working, like explosions and fire and you know clouds and all like mist and whatnot. And nothing. And he raises his hand, and boom, Usopp's gone. And we see Sanji get back up and pissed off again. He lost another crewmate, so he goes running at Kuma again. And, uh, yeah, when he goes to run at Kuma again, Kuma just turns around, and boom, now Sanji's gone. Kuma's not Uh, fighting him anymore. Yeah, at this point, I think we can truncate a little bit, because it's going to get very repetitive, (laughs) because they all get got. Yeah. They all, as I've said, get Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally, if you, if you want to see the recap, just watch the end of Infinity War. It's <laughs> it's almost the same. Just a string of people in a row getting disappeared. That's a way to suck all the emotional tension out of it. Again, <laughs> my dude. We, we were introduced know, to several characters that in this episode. now want to painstakingly reinforce are not there. Brooks uh, literally had like two lines of dialogue I heard. And, and what a shame that is. What a shame. Oh, dangle, dangle this fresh piece of delicious skeleton meat in front of my yeah. face and then take him away. Skeleton meat? I'm so sorry. I just love him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they, uh, any other it combines beyond it combines people two? getting disappeared. Is there anyone any other plot stuff you want to add to this? Because yeah, this 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 is just 
uh, repetitive, and I'd like to get past this. <laughs> um, yeah, let me see. Uh, so the Admiral and Ra- uh, Rala are fighting, and in the middle of their fight, Kuma just like appears in front of him and whispers into Rala's ear, and he's like, and we just hear him like whispering, and then Rala's like, you expect me to trust you? And he's like, no, but this is what I'm doing. So you can either play along or just get out of the way. And it's weird because the uh, Admiral's kind of like, what the hell are you talking to a pirate for? You're a warlord. You're supposed to be with the Marines. So it's kind of like, what's, ha-? like, it's kind of weird seeing him trying to play both sides. And Kuma just says, like, this doesn't, in- this doesn't matter to the world government. You have no business with what I have to tell him, so stay out of it. So that's kind of an interesting uh, dynamic they're revealing there. Uh, and then, yeah, the Straw Hats get picked off one by one. Frankie, Nami, Luffy. Uh, sorry, I'm just going through my notes. Because, yeah, that's this is most of the episode. So um, he sends off Chopper, even though he's a big monster. Uh, and then, yeah, it ends with, like, Luffy on the ground, pounding the ground, like, freaking out, like, crying because he lost his entire crew. And we see flashbacks of them celebrating and when everyone was first introduced and then when they joined the crew. So we get a lot of flashbacks of those. And uh, I'll be real. I'm invested in this series. I got a little joked up. But uh, I don't expect anyone else to with this Let being the only context. Let me tell you how I felt about these flashbacks. Because what was so wild to me is that two of them I had just seen. The, the Usopp leaving mm-hmm. and Robin joining. Yeah. I just saw those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what is so wild to me is that those didn't take place like... Mm, like five episodes ago, those took place. Two hundred something. Over a hundred episodes ago, <laughs> and like I'm sure, as a, an avid viewer, you're like, yeah, I remember that. But me thinking of, I don't know, I would just be like, I'm supposed to remember that shit from one hundred episodes ago, <laughs> one hundred and twenty episodes ago. I mean, stop. Joined, then left, then joined again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're very big moments of the characters, like when they're introduced and when they join the crew. Like, I don't think they're too hard to remember because you don't you don't it need to just, remember like 150 of those episodes in between. Like, a lot of that could be it forgotten. Felt so wild to me that instead of being like, I guess I would say like 20 episodes apart, they're Hundreds. 120 episodes <laughs> apart. I mean, Game of Thrones had a huge cast, but you remember when a lot of those characters get introduced. Especially if you're invested. No, I don't, because oh, okay. I never watched it. My Game dude, that's still like under 100 episodes. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying. You remember because of the character, not because of the number. Like, you don't remember, you don't think of it in terms of episodes. It's just mm. one long story. Mm. Um, so, yeah, everyone's, uh, Luffy's all choked up and like pounding on the ground. And the Admiral comes up and is being like, Yokuma, the fuck's happening? Like, you're supposed to be a Marine ally. What's going on here? And that's when Kuma just uh, walks in front of Luffy. And says, you and I will never meet again. Farewell, Straw Hat. And just launches Luffy. And then we get, uh, you know, camera zooms out on the area. And we hear the narrator come in and say, it's the day the Straw Hats were eliminated one by one. And that's it. It's episode 400. If only that were true, because there's that's it. so many episodes after The series that. ends there. That's the series finale of One Piece. That's the story. Wow. Yep. And, hey, show... You can't have yeah. an episode all about eliminating all these people and then go, next episode, what's Luffy getting into now? <laughs> Here's a wacky side adventure. Because that's that's what the anime is. It's a lot of filler. It's a lot of non-canonical bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I recommend the manga. Or, at this point, if you're not into One Piece, don't 
Just don't. Just don't bother. Just don't even try. <laughs> There's just way too much. I fully admit that. Uh, so yeah. Uh, now that mm-hmm. we finished this, um, yes. Which I'll be honest, I skipped about the second half. I was just <gasps> scrolling through it because Ooh. it was just repeating. He can disappear. You. I'll fight him. What? He got disappeared. Hey, I'll fight I'll him. Fight him. What? He got disappeared. I'll fight him. Literally the entire crew, it was just the same sequence over and over for this episode. Because, again, my dude, we did not have the emotional attachment. (laughs) Yeah, no, I get that. I was half paying attention. (laughs) I had it on, but I was like, I was looking forward to the ad breaks. (laughs) Because I wanted to, I was like, I guess I have to read the subtitles. (laughs) No, yeah. uh, This was... A bad episode to show us. (laughs) I'm I'm calling you out right now. This is really just shitting on Brendan the episode. (laughs) That's the podcast. Bad. Not always. (laughs) I mean, granted, a lot of time I deserve it. Um, I'll say for this, what did what did you want? What would make a good episode for you? Because there, I will say, there are no episodes with self-containing stories. I never wanted to watch this. The shortest story (laughs) is in, like, five episodes long or so. Like, there's no episodic stories that can be easily summarized in 20 minutes for a show. So, I know no one wanted one. But but for an episode to be, here's a fight with a setup we don't see, with characters we don't know, and the only value of this episode is uh, your emotional attachment to them as they are, uh, quote-unquote, killed... uh, in kind of a boring way, it's not like they all had, like, epic fight deaths. They mm-hmm. just, poof, were gone. Literally thanos Yeah. <laughs> but I would make the argument that that shows you that, like, these are the main characters. At this point, you think they're, like, these are the strongest guys. And we see the, just the drastic power level difference between them and someone else showing, like, there's so much more to this world than just these characters we've known so far. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. It's, it's like think, Thanos coming uh, in and kicking everyone's shit and being like, oh, God, like, Captain America's not that strong anymore. I think that uh, it was a good idea to do One Piece because it is such, like, a mm. prolific? I don't know. Yeah. It's a big one. It's a big one that, every, a, big that a lot of people like, that everybody knows about. Yeah. And it's the anniversary of the manga, so, like, fair. Um, yeah, and I'll... But it's hard to do in this context. In the context of our podcast, podcast, I'll, I'll give you. Uh, I I also went into episode four hundred five not as interested as the others since uh, we in the like intro we see like lasers and just like your typical nondescript like, intro. anime power blasts. Yeah, that weren't really a thing up until there. It was just a lot of like cannons and artillery and magic powers but they aren't just straight up here's my anime laser beam so i feel like that just threw me off at the top yeah i that's what i mean i i went into this show and i told you guys i'm like you're not going to be interested in this fucking show like i i don't expect you to i'm not trying to win you guys over <laughs> with these episodes I picked these episodes because they are like fundamental episodes for the series but i also think they show off some of the better components of the show versus the 17 
you know, episodes of them trying to recruit Usopp, and it's just little kids playing pranks on some, like, nerdy butler with weird finger swords. Like, that's not going to sell you on anything. That's not going to show you the best animation, the best characters, the best acting. Like, nothing. That's that's nothing. So, like, I, I picked these episodes because they're very big cornerstones of the series, and I don't, you don't have the context for it, so you're not invested in it, but they still do show off, like, some of the best parts of it, and at least I was hopefully giving you some context of why people would be so invested in these characters and showing, like, up to this point, these guys took down, like, baddie after baddie after baddie and, like, did these phenomenal things. And then some just big-ass dude with a Bible and paw prints just come in and kicks their shit in. It's kind of like, oh, fuck, like, there's a much bigger world out there than we realized. Mm. That's why I picked it. Uh, The thing for me is... uh... I really liked the first two episodes. <laughs> I really <laughs> disliked the last one because I, uh, I'll I'll say it. I for, even from what we watched out of context, I mm-hmm. liked this show. Uh, I know it's a giant major commitment. I don't know if I will fully commit to it, especially seeing four hundred episodes. Apparently, <laughs> it goes off the rails, and I don't like it as much anymore. Goes uh, off the rails real bad, but like. But, like, I like those fingered knife things. I like the weird, goofy, not super serious stuff. I I love that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's plenty of that, but it's, like I said, like, these flashbacks, they're not for just the, I mean, they're definitely heavier for these episodes, but there's a lot of redundancy. Like, it's, it's, it's meant to be a serial show where you're watching it week to week and, like, have a week to forget what happened and then have to get recapped on what you're watching. So if you binge it all, you could probably cut out, like, a good 40% of the stuff. It's just redundant storytelling of them being, like, last time and next time. And it's, like, you only get, like, 10% of real new content in every episode or so. So mm. there is plenty of good stuff in there. There's plenty of really fun stuff in there. It's not like Dragon Ball Z where everyone's powers are pretty much just energy blast. With the One Piece, all the Devil Fruit stuff, they're so drastically different. Like, the main character is just rubber. Like, that doesn't sound good, but then you see him utilizing it and doing it in different ways, and it's like he wins those fights. Versus the Admiral, who can literally just turn into light and, like, create light objects and just blast people to death with light or freeze them with ice. Or Kuma, who, that's a Devil Fruit power. His paws, those are Devil Fruit. So, like... They're just so wildly different that every episode is kind of just this wacky adventure that you can't just kind of glaze over and be like, ah, oh, he's just doing this shit again. Like, it's it's going to be, you're going to have to kind of pay attention, but there is so much of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I never expected anyone to be like, you know, like, we'll listen to this episode, watch these episodes or listen to this podcast and be like, I'm full in, like, I'm all in on One Piece now. It's like. No, but he, it's highlighting some of the best elements of it and <laughs> you're kind of showing you where the story goes from here. Because after this, they do a bit more story and then they do a time skip like every story does now these days. So, mm. Like one of these newfangled animes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not even anime. Everything seems to be doing time skips now. But yeah, this is just a very big episode. And it, it, like Dragon Ball Z, you could have a big fight sequence, but it's going to be over the course of four episodes with a C and B plot going along, too. So I'd rather show this big one self-contained episode than try and pick part to three out of a four-part saga of a fight. Mm. Yeah, I will give you that. Yeah. Believe it's me. It's just hard I, 
for a show about introducing people to anime <laughs> to show the conclusion out of context, or so we see up until that point. Yeah, understandable. Like, yeah. hey, uh, if you're really interested in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, let me show you the last they all five die. minutes of Infinity War. <laughs> that will really get you attached. <laughs> but like you guys said, there's 500 more episodes. There's 500 more chapters. So there's much more story. It clearly doesn't end here. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, what? how did they get back? What happened? Like, where did they all go? What happened? So, you know, interest. Cliffhangers. Yeah. Nothing about this is my thing. So. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, is yeah, like I see the appeal, but it's just not. Yeah, it's not for me. But now you have some context when you see One Piece out somewhere, or someone's talking about One Piece. Like you know what it is now with a little more context. I've always had context. Yeah. But now you got Brooke. <laughs> but I guess I know a little more. I could be like, oh my god, do you remember episode four? <laughs> they all died. But now you know Brooke. <laughs> I do know Brooke. We almost know him. Brooke. I was going to say earlier, I like him so much because he's a combination of Danny Sexbang and Papyrus from Undertale. <laughs> and that's stellar. It really is. I, uh, uh, I don't want to... Let's have a Brooke podcast. I love him. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. Just watch every episode he's in that, or he's a very important part of. Um, Spinoff. I will say, he is kind of shitty early on because they make him really skeezy. Oh. Where he's just like, can I see? Oh, your... I like that. Well, he's like any int- any woman he interacts with. He's like, can I see your panties? And but that's it. Like it doesn't go further than that. <laughs> so it's just like that's terrible. <laughs> Why are women treated oh, so what poorly? What a terrible this thing show. for a show. <laughs> Luckily, they stopped doing that. Like it's it's a you know running joke early on with him, and then it slowly like fades out. So that's good at least. God bless. Yeah. <laughs> can we stop talking about one? Now? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with this. Uh, Thanks. Right. He got my approval. Well, if you have a, a mega conglomerate of an anime you would like us to watch, you can send us recommendations. Uh, you can reach out to us, arewebthereyet at gmail.com or on social media at arewebthereyet on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. Should I say what we're watching next week? Oh, yeah, this I totally podcast skipped over, over that whole thing. <laughs> This podcast this starts and ends. <laughs> it's ruined us. We gotta be I'll an actual you. anime recap podcast and watch every episode now. <laughs> oh no! Uh, um, I uh, I chose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's going on next week? Um, I picked Tokyo Ghoul, which is another one of those animes that I started and never finished, but have a vague recollection of enjoying. Hmm. <laughs> So we're going to watch the first three episodes. It's a little spooky. Ooh. I'm excited. Ooh, little ghosties. From pirates yeah. to zombies. Yep. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at queen period weeaboo, and you can find me on Twitter at queen underscore weeaboo and queen underscore weeaboo art. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. I'm going to be talking about One Piece. Tough shit. That's happening. <laughs> and then I got a video game podcast called Almost better than silence. I think we just recorded our 300th episode. So, Ooh, if you li- wow. if you like long ranting, long standing bullshit, there's a podcast for you. If you liked this episode of Brendan talking, <laughs> you'll love his other podcast. No one liked that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song "Stories" off the album Beats. You can find all of Louis's music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. 
Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with animals. I won't live with one piece. Yo!